And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin. Here alongside my sister, Mary. I, I tried to say Mary and Mayberry. I just came out Mayberry. Mayberry. <laughs> but anyway. Andy Griffith, fishes in the swimming That's right, ball. Mayberry. Yeah. So uh, this week we are back covering The Office, Season 6, Episodes 7 and 8, The Lover and Koi Pond. Yes. Now before we jump into this week's episode, Mayor Bear, let everybody know what they missed last week. Absolutely. If they did indeed miss last week, in which case you should shut the show off and go back. Yeah, definitely, because a lot of shit, like a lot of stuff started going last Shit got real! Yeah, it did. So, last week we discussed Niagara Part 2, which was actually Pam's wedding. And Um, Jim's. Oh yeah, Pam and Jim's (laughs) wedding. But um, a lot of shit happened. Pam took Andy to the hospital because he stabbed his scrotum with his car keys. Um, a lot of stuff. Jim and Pam ditched the church wedding initially. They got married under the falls at Niagara. And it was just really beautiful. Um, yeah. The end. The end. That's really, I mean... Although the episode did end... With Michael entering the hotel room of a... With Pam's mom! Bum, bum, bum! (laughs) Yes. So then we went into Mafia, where Michael was getting pitched... Well, he like a really bad insurance salesman was trying to sell him insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, He was of Southern Italian descent, I believe. (laughs) His name was uh, Mr. Grotti. And Andy and Dwight convinced Michael that he's part of the Mafia... And that they're gonna, he's gonna do a bunch of shit to Michael if he doesn't buy it. So then, that's really what it all centers around. They tell him he's no longer mafia. He gets balls. Sorry, yeah, he gets balls and he stands up to him. Meanwhile, Kevin cancels Jim's credit card while he's in Puerto Rico on his honeymoon <laughs> by accident. By accident, of course, because he was just using Jim's office to fart in. <laughs> and um, yeah, so everybody, that's the hijinks. Everybody kept on calling Jim and Pam because. They're kind of uh, the common sense in the office. Yeah, Oscar misses them because they were the normal, the yeah, normies, if the you will. The normies, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. So. That's what you missed on Glee. You're going to start off this week with Season 6, Episode 7, The Lover. The Lover. Lava. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's jump right in. Our cold open is Pam and Jim Return. Um, Kelly's really jealous of them having fun in Puerto Rico, how beautiful it was. And then Jim and Pam explain that they met another couple down there named, um, Frank and Benny, Mm -hmm. and that they hung out with them, which is kind of weird on a honeymoon. I would want to be alone. Yeah. But I mean, granted, they're already pregnant, so. Mm -hmm. And they have some stupid inside joke that just. Frank and beans. Frank and beans. And I, I don't get it. I mean, it's one of those... It's one of those, you had to be there. It's like when Jim and Josh had their own inside joke and Michael (laughs) wanted to be a part of it. One of those... Maybe one day. One of those moments. Yes. So then Michael comes out and he's wearing sunglasses and Dwight just gets a shit-eating grin on his face and Michael says, oh, I haven't seen you since my accident. (laughs) I fell eyeballs first into a pool of acid. Like the Joker. Yes. And he's like feeling up Jim and he's like, oh, Pam, (laughs) feels Pam's face. Oh, Jim. And um, then he explains it's his new character that he's been workshopping, Blind Guy McSqueezy. Basically Mr. Magoo. 
Yeah. And he also, my favorite part is when he takes, takes off. Takes the sunglasses yeah. off and his eyes are just facing up he, towards the ceiling. He looks like Bobby Boucher's dad <laughs> in The Water Boy. The boy does. Yeah, that's exactly. He's like trying to <laughs> look like a blind person. Oh my God. It's really offensive, but hilarious. Oh, super offensive. When he then knocks over the cup in his yeah. office. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was dying for this. Yeah. So then um, Pam sits down at her desk and Meredith comes up and asks, what did you bring us? <laughs> Pam goes, candy. And she goes, and? And Pam's like, that's it, just candy. And Meredith goes, oh, yeah, because you spent so much on the wedding. Everybody's an asshole. Wow. (laughs) And Pam just says, it's good to be back. Mm. And that's our cold open. So then Dwight goes into Jim's office, and he says, first of all, my desk is not a receptacle for your crap. And he throws a pen into his pen cup. And then he says, also, I never offered you congratulations. For getting your promotion. Yep. And he has a wooden mallard. It's a mallard, not a duck. That's right. As we are told several, several times, times throughout, throughout the episode. Several times throughout the show. It's a mallard, not a duck. And he says... Can Drake Mallard. Yes. You know who Drake, sure. Do you know who Drake Mallard is? A woodshop artist? No, he is... That's, that is the civilian name of one Darkwing Duck. <laughs> oh my you, god. In case you didn't know. <laughs> I almost just spit my drink on your computer. <laughs> so I hope you're happy. Yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> but no, that's legit. That's amazing. But um so he Dwayne says con congratulations <laughs> and Jim's like, uh, thank you. He's very he's very uh put off by this wooden mallet. Yeah, it's not Dwight's MO style yeah. at all. So then Dwight explains that he put a recorder in the bottom of the mallard to spy on Jim because he's still jealous that he got the uh, promotion over him. He wants dirt. Yep. So then Jim and Michael are in the kitchen. It seems like the bosses are just trying to catch up. And Michael (laughs) explains that he met somebody. Jim's like, oh, that's great, Michael. I don't think Jim believes him at first. Oh, not at all. Especially when Michael, because he phrases it, he goes, I've taken a new lover. Yeah. Like, it's like a fucking Shakespearean sonnet or yep. something. <laughs> and so then Michael says, um, it's Pam's mom, Helene. And Jim's like, yeah, okay, what kind of car does she drive? And as soon as Michael goes green Camry, you just see a bleep. Yeah. And I, I imagine him going like, fuck. Or shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. And he's and Michael's like, the seats go all the way down. And he starts like banging yeah. on the table. Like, that's the action and, it's getting. And Jim's just like, I don't know. He's like, dude. You need to stop that right now and never tell Pam. Never. Never. And he's just... I love... Toby walks in and he's like, hey, Jim. He goes, not now, Toby. Oh, yeah. God. That's like the fifth time now since, like, when Jim takes over, he fucking, it's like osmosis. He hates Toby. It's awesome. (laughs) But then I love how Michael's like, get the hell out of here, you idiot. And Toby just goes, Jesus, I just said hi. (laughs) It's so awesome. So then Jim's like, listen, dude, because Michael's like, we're going to tell her over dinner tonight because he's like, don't ever tell Pam. (laughs) And he's like, first of all, you have to cancel that dinner and stop seeing Helene. And I think this is my favorite excuse for anybody to ever date anyone. I mean, I have a good thing going on with the mom. She's on the way home from work. And Jim, he's trying to stay cool, calm, and collected. And he's like, take a different way home, man. (laughs) And he, like, catches himself. And he's like, listen, dude, you need, like, no. Because he knows that Pam will snap. Oh, my God. And we have to remember, Pam is six months pregnant. Yeah, she doesn't need this stress. She is heightened at this point. And um, I've never seen Jim, like, act like that. Like, he never, like, raises his voice. Yeah. So to see He's him do scared. that. He's almost scared. Yeah. <laughs> Not even scared imagine? that Michael's dating her, just scared of the reaction to come. Yep. 
But I love how he, like, catches himself and he, like, almost strains his tie, yeah. like, all right, man, just stop. And Michael's like, I don't see the issue, but yeah, okay. He does not at all. He has no idea what's wrong with the situation. So then he walks into the office and he tells Aaron to change his dinner reservation from two, from four to two. So then Pam and Jim, Pam goes into Jim's office and she's like, did we decide what we're giving Michael? And uh, Jim's, like, trying to put it off, like, oh, we're super busy. Mm-hmm. Like, we shouldn't do it right now. But Pam insists. So then Jim, as he's leaving his office, hears feedback as he walks past his new wooden mallard. Mm-hmm. Picks it up and he sees the recorder underneath and he just shakes his head. Yeah, he knows. He and then knows he, we exactly see Dwight out there, like, fiddling yeah. with the walkie-talkie. <laughs> so now they go into Michael's office, they give him the gift, and Aaron comes in and confirms the reservation change. And Pam is like, oh my god, Michael, you have a date, don't you? That's a really fancy place, which I've never... I don't think that's a legitimate... It's not a Scranton restaurant. If it was, it was ten years ago. Maybe. I mean, I was only 20 then, so I wasn't super fancy. It's not like Scotty would have taken you out. Actually, I'm sorry, I was 19 then. I was going to say, it's not like, well, the other guy would have taken you out there. No, I was dating Scotty. Oh, were you? Scotty wouldn't have taken you there at 19. No, No, for sure, not, not at all. But, um... So she keeps on kind of pestering him, and Jim's like, oh, let's not, let's not uh, talk about it. Just And then Michael starts to feel guilty, and he's like, I don't deserve this parrot. And Jim is like, just take the parrot. And they kind of have like a standoff, and Michael's like, okay, I'll take the parrot. And then Pam's like, no, he's like, I'm going to break up with her probably anyway. So then Pam is trying to be supportive of Michael, yeah. like, well, if you really like her, and Michael does what Michael does. He used the reverse psychology. Yep, and he goes, do you want me to be happy, Pam? And he's staring at Jim while he's saying it. And she's like, of course I do, Michael. And he's like, well, the problem is she's the mother of a close friend of a co-worker. So Pam's now excited because she thinks she's getting gossip. And she's like, oh, my God, who is it, Michael? And he just stares at her and she goes, who is it, Michael? It's like when Oscar was doing the thing with Dwight (laughs) where Angela and him had sex. Yes. She's like, who? Yeah. <laughs> she just keeps getting, she, it starts getting more and more real with each question. And her face just starts slowly to drop. <laughs> and she's like, who, Michael? And he goes, I think you already know. <laughs> and she literally runs out of his office going, no, oh my God, no! God, no, why? <laughs> ah, just screaming. <laughs> so now Pam is literally outside in the parking lot screaming, no! <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> So then Dwight's like, Michael, do you want me to give you the chills? Which weird I've, scene. N- I've never heard of this. No, it's weird. And it starts with like, there's an egg on your head and it's running down your back. And he's like, oh, that feels good, Dwight. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm dating Pam's mom. <laughs> and Dwight just like stops and he's like, wish I knew you were into moms. I would have introduced you to mine. <laughs> of course, he'd be Michael's stepson. Oh my God. So now Pam is now on the phone outside yelling at her mom. She's like, you know how often I complain about him. Why would you do this? Jim is trying to calm her down, but it just doesn't work. And he's like, she's like, you should be more upset about this. She's your mom now, too. Michael Scott is sleeping with your mom. And Jim is just like left like flabbergasted. Like, the fuck? It's real. It is real. So now... Jim brings Andy into his office to fuck with Dwight because now he knows, all right, Dwight's trying to record me and he plays opera music. Yeah. The so speakers that, are pointed at the duck. Yeah. And it's <laughs> Which very is amazing. It's very loud. Which is amazing. <clears throat> but he's like pretending like, "Oh, Andy, I was thinking about getting this opera for Dwight for his birthday." And of course, Andy, the acapella god that he <laughs> is, 
Um, he's like, this Ari is a joke, but he's basically doing it just so that he and Andy can point at Dwight, yeah. who is now circling Jim's the office. office, trying to figure out what they're talking about. And Dwight is already super paranoid. Like, he just is. So now... I love that we see that Creed is one of those guys who cries at opera. Yeah. Very Crane-esque, <laughs> if, I, if I must say. He is say. very Crane-esque. <laughs> so now... He goes. Dwight goes over to Andy, and he's like, "Oh, Nard Dog, what was that all about?" And Andy's like, "Oh, it would just get you mad." And then Dwight feels somebody watching him, and he looks over, and Jim is just in his doorway, smug as fuck. It's like a scene from a him. mafia movie. They it just, really was. There's this Aria blasting throughout the office. Whoa. Jim's watching him. It's very good. So then we're in a conference room meeting. Um, and they're talking about how they're trying to do more community outreach and somebody's like, oh, is this about the 60 minutes? And Michael freaks out and he's like, that was a hit job about the working conditions in their Peruvian paper mill (laughs) and that Dunder Mifflin had nothing to do with that particular cancer cluster. (laughs) What the fuck? That's so great. Amazing. But they're trying to get more community outreach to basically get good PR for them. And Dwight explains how he volunteers at the local animal shelter, Griffin Pond, and that they need a lot of help because he had to put down 150 animals all by himself. He pets. Oh, my God. It's just like, uh, you just imagine 150, like, cats and dogs or goldfish or something like that. And it's like... Rabbits, ferrets. Dwight's there, like... Doing his farmer thing, putting him down. Oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so dark. So then Meredith suggests painting a mural of Chicano leaders. Random. Really random. <laughs> Two and episodes in a row, though, with the term Chicano. Yeah. <laughs> the thick Chicano hair. <laughs> <laughs> so then Pam says, I know how to make Scranton better. You leaving. Uh-huh. And everybody laughs, and they're like, oh, ha, ha, the best, The thing that makes this is that Pam is in the back of the room, not even with Jim, and she's like the cool kid in class who's <laughs> just like, hey, fuck you, teach. Yeah, like, right? like, that's what she you becomes. You think you can control me? Yeah, she becomes like the wild kid she in like really eighth does. grade. So then Michael's like, all right, yeah, funny, let me leave. <laughs> so let's talk about conservation. And then Pam's like, I know, let's conserve our time by no more meetings. No more meetings! Well, she says they're stupid, and she's chanting, no more meetings, and yep. I know you have the picture, don't you? Oh, but I do. I'm Stanley, Stanley in the and, background! And Stanley at one point starts ra- doing the rah-rah thing with his fist. He's like, yeah, fuck meetings, yeah! <laughs> he's the only person, but he's it's all amazing. about it. So now... <laughs> oh, let's see, I'm loving Oh, it. you lost it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. So then... Uh, they're like, oh, conservation. And Angela's like, I have some ideas on conservation. And then Michael's and Jim phone cuts in. Rings. He's like, Angela, go. You have yeah. the floor. And then Michael's phone rings. Did you notice? I can't remember what the ringtone was now. It was a song, and I thought I wrote it down, and I did not. I didn't either. It was a popular song. It was. It was one that I immediately recognized, right? but cannot recall right now. I can't either. Fuck. We'll put it up on Twitter. Yes. But anyway, um, he just answers it. Hey, boo. And then everybody's listening. They're like, who's Boo? And they, like, shut down Angela. And he's like, no, stop. Are you crying? I'm so sorry. No, I'll talk to her. (laughs) Nobody talks to my Boo like that. My baby like that. And he goes, bye, Pickle. 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 And then you just hear, like, Kevin, who's Pickle? Everybody's, like, once in on this hot goss. And Michael comes in and... Basically, her mom was upset because Pam yelled at her. But he but talks to he Pam comes like in a and he dad. Goes, in front of everybody, Pamela Morgan Beasley. 
and apologize to your mother right now. And Pam is like, why? You should be apologizing to me. Like, she is the cool kid in the yep. back. Like, fuck you, Teach. You're not going to do anything to me. <laughs> and um, everybody starts siding with Pam when they find out, like... Because they're all confused. They're yeah. like, what the fuck? Because when it comes clean, everybody's like, oh! Yeah. And I, Somebody even says, like, that's disgusting, Michael. Yeah. Well, that was Phyllis, I think. Creed's like, not cool, man. Yeah, and even Creed thinks Oscar's disgusting. on the side of, like, you have no sense of boundaries, Michael. None. <laughs> and then, so then Michael, he's like, what's wrong with me? And, you know, I'm a sensual being. What's wrong with me not finding love? And it's just kind of... Well, no, he, he doesn't just say sensual. He says honest, generous. Yeah. And he paints himself. He's like... I've always looked for that other person. Like, why can't I have happiness? Yep. And no matter who it's with. And everybody kind of softens. Yeah, and they're like, no, you're right, Michael. Good luck. <laughs> and Michael yells at her. Like, he yells at Pam again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, I am your boss, and you will treat me with respect. And she says something like, I don't even remember the exact exchange. Oh, who else wants Michael to sleep with their moms? Oh, yeah. I lo- And then I love how Ryan goes, hey, that's my mom you're yeah. talking about. Ryan, who is wearing a fucking fedora <laughs> through this whole scene, yep. and it's ridiculous. Like, he's it's in a ska band ridiculous. or something. Like, he's the trumpet player. <laughs> so but anyway, um, he's like, I hope you're willing to die here, because I am. And she goes, oh, I am. Like, <laughs> and they it's a standoff. A yep. Yeah. So now Pam is at accounting, and Angela has a shit-eating grin on her face. Yeah, somebody is suffering. How's your day going, Pam? (laughs) And she just ignores her, and then Oscar is like, I think you're overreacting a little bit, Pam. And Pam's like, how would you like it if he was sleeping with your mom? And Oscar, my mother's in a wheelchair. (laughs) And Pam's like, oh yeah, well he could still... Never mind, I'm sorry. I wish she finished that thought. I know. I really do. (laughs) And then she leaves. Yeah. So now Dwight, he he's listening into his his recording because it's like a walkie-talkie at the bottom of the mallet. Yeah, so he could turn it on at any time and yeah. hear what's going on. And he hears Ryan and Kelly talking about fedoras, <laughs> and Dwight runs back to the annex and he asks why the duck is there. And Kelly gives it like, "Oh, you mean like Doc McStuffins no, or it's some shit?" Daryl D. Duck, I think she says. Yeah, something That's, ridiculous. Yeah. And um, Dwight tries to take it back, and Ryan's like, twenty bucks." He's, he's sitting there with his, sitting there with his fedora on, fedora. like he's like on a street corner flipping a coin, <laughs> like getting ready to do a doo-wop <laughs> set or something. It's hilarious. And uh, he haggles Dwight down to ten, and Ryan, and Kelly's like, "Oh my god, Ryan! Like you're so cool." That's the thing is, it's Kelly's duck, yep. but Ryan pockets the he money. He pockets the money, and then he goes. By the way, that reminds me, you owe me three dollars for gas. <laughs> three dollars. Three fucking dollars. <laughs> So now Michael approaches Toby in the annex and he says, oh, I wanted so to great. apologize for my tone earlier. And Toby is so fucking happy. He's delighted. He's like, oh he's, my God, Michael. Like, Michael, knew- sit, sit on the, uh, what is it? The the shredder. Yeah. Sit on the shredder. Yeah. <laughs> he's so happy. And Michael's like, I think I'm the victim of a hostile work environment. And Toby's kind of like, listen, I think you should handle the Pam situation outside of work. And he goes, mm-hmm. she brought it into work. I, I need your help. So, uh, Toby offers to talk to her. Michael hugs him, but he looks at the camera, and you can tell <laughs> he is totally playing Toby. So awesome. So oh evil. Oh, my God. It Please is, post that. It's, oh, oh, I will. I will. It, I caught it at the right moment. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> I loved it. But, um, so now Toby walks up to Pam's uh, desk, and he's like, Pam, I, I, I'd like to offer you, me, and Michael going into the conference room and... 
working on some conflict resolution. Pam does not even acknowledge no. Toby, and she's like, what, you can't face your own battles, Michael? <laughs> yeah. And Toby's like, I think you should take the rest of the day off. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, would that make you feel better, Michael? <laughs> like, she's just, like, straight up taunting Michael. Oh, yeah. He's like, I can't even hear your conversation. I don't know what he's saying to you. <laughs> so now Michael and Pam get into it again. And Michael's like, I, to- I knew Jim was right. I never should have told you. Y'all, he throws Jim well, right under that bus. This is also, uh, that's after Toby stands up and oh, he, goes, yeah. he goes to Michael, hey buddy, I don't think she's, and he just goes, shut up, jackass. Yeah. And Toby's like, oh, okay, oh, I'm done. Okay. He thought they were friends. You were just using me, now I see. <laughs> he thought they were friends. <laughs> oh my God, it's so great. So now Michael, like he, okay, so he and Pam are going at it. Pam walks away from him into the kitchen. He follows her, which he really shouldn't no. be doing at this point. Again, she is six months pregnant. She's highly emotional and very angry right Volatile. now. She's not someone to be truffled with, as Michael Scott would say. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Yes, yeah, sorry. I I knew you would correct me. <laughs> oh, it's truffle, not tr- it's trifle, not truffle. Makes my skin crawl. <laughs> I'm not one to be truffled with. <laughs> but Michael's like, what do you want? Do you want me to stop dating Helene? And Pam's like, yes, that's what I want. And he immediately starts backpedaling. And he's like, well, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, why did you even offer it then? And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to date her even harder. That's hot. And she's like, what does that mean? He's like, you know exactly what it means. <laughs> no. And in the background, everybody in the office is standing like at the kitchen oh, yeah. door. Press to the door. Watching all of this. So now the mallard is back in Jim's office. <clears throat> Jim walks in. He picks it up and he's like, hey, Dwight, I see the mallet. You brought the mallard back. And Dwight is at his desk with his earbuds in and he immediately starts responding. And Jim brings him into the office and he's just like, listen, I'm still jealous that you got the promotion and I didn't, Mm -hmm. but just please don't tell Michael. He's like, I won't as long as you wash and buff my car. And that's it. He's like, punishment fits the crime and that's what I'm going to do. So now I... I do love how Jim is like, you're not fit for espionage. And Mike and Dwight tries to argue. Though. Yeah. He's like, oh, I am fit for espionage. <laughs> and he's like, you're not. Just stop. So now Michael le- is leaving the office for the day. And he's like, bye, Pam. Pam just... Blows him off. She's like our sister. She just cold shoulders you. <laughs> when you yeah. piss off our sister, she has cold shoulders for days. She gets mouthy like Pam, too. She does. Rawr. She's not six months pregnant, though. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> so anyway, Jim uh, brings Pam into the conference room and he shows her that Dwight is washing the car and he said he heard that you had a bad day and he wanted to make you feel better. So Jim, and, Jim is using the whole Dwight thing as a way to make good with Pam. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and Pam, is, like it does, it calms her down and mm-hmm. she's like, do you think I'm overreacting? And Jim's like, maybe a little bit. She goes, I don't think I am though. And he's like, not at all. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, he's a smart man. Oh, he's one of those guys. <laughs> Here's what you want to hear. I'll just say it. He's a, well. No, he did agree. Like he did. He's just agreeing with her. He no. He did say like, yeah, you're you're blowing it a little bit out because of because she said I think I'm going or she said Do you think I'm yeah. overthink or like oh going overboard on it. But anyway, so now that's the last scene. Kevin asks Ryan where he got the fedora, mm-hmm. and everybody's leaving. And Ryan's like, "I'd rather not say." Thinking he's like cool guy walking out of the office, <laughs> mysterious. Yeah, like he's in the adjustment bureau or something. <laughs> And then everybody leaves, and it's just Dwight left. He goes into Jim's office, and 
we find out that the pin that he threw in Jim's pin cup has a recorder in it. That's the real one. That's the real one. The duck was a decoy. He says, I wanted Jim to find the mallard to lull him in, basically to lull him into a sense of security. And then, this is the most diabolical quote, I think, of Dwight's. Did you really think I would put my primary listening device into a mallard? I'm not insane. <laughs> As he then presses play and he's like, I've got eight hours of this. Yeah, he's listening to Jim on, like, conference calls. Yeah, basically. Nothing, there's nothing there. But no. It's hilarious. So, what did you rate this one, dude? 4.2. I gave it a 4.1. Okay. I laughed a shit ton. I loved Michael and Toby. I loved Jim freaking out on Toby. And this is the most interesting Pam has been in a long time. Oh my god, it was fucking amazing. Because she was just, she just like brought the heat. It's a side of her you never see. Yep. She's not one to show her anger. No, it's like her being openly defiant and then Michael doing everything he can to placate her, but also because he is happy, he's not letting it go. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it, it was really good. It was entertaining. Jim as the mealy mouth middleman. You know, and the, I just love how Michael threw him under the bus. He's like, really, man? <laughs> and like, I kind of knew. Frankenbeans. Frankenbeans. But, like, everybody had, a sh- like, something going on in the conference room, which was good. Yeah. I, those are my favorite scenes, as I've said. Yep. And it was just uh, overall good, you know? Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I, I am curious. Uh, after watching this, I'm like, I wonder where the whole Pam mom thing goes. I don't know if this is long-term booking of the storyline <laughs> or not. I don't know. But Ryan, as usual, is just a piece of shit. I, I, don't, I don't understand what he is or supposed to be. I don't know, man. Is he just supposed to be like some wallflower who's like like a, a social I think, chameleon? You I know think what I mean? at this point, he's just like, what do I have to lose? Like, Michael loves me. I know I'm going to keep my temp job. Mm-hmm. But what do I have to lose? Like, I was... I'm a convicted felon, essentially. <laughs> like, I'm never going to get to a higher office again. It's just odd I watching him. I think he's him. just given up, and he's just like, fuck it, I'll just, like, get along at this point. Because, like, one week he has a college basketball algorithm. Mm-hmm. The next week he's wearing a fedora. Uh, he's Like, he's always got something different. Yeah. Except for the Kelly thing. That's he's the constant. He's trying to stay relevant. Kelly is the constant. <laughs> but, uh... You got anything else you want to talk no, about? No, man. I, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was funny. I'm going to date her even harder. Uh, yeah, that line, I I had to like, definitely quote that one <laughs> because there's so much behind it. It's a, it's a full line. <laughs> and then the face he makes when he hugs Toby and he looks oh, at the camera. It's so grotesque. Like, genius. Like, I fucking hate this guy. I'm going to stab him in the back first chance I get. It was so awkward to see them hugging, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Toby does like that talking head where he's just like, I always knew if Michael gave me a chance, yeah. we'd be best friends. It's like... <laughs> It's, it's like it, oh, it, Toby. It, speaking of dement, it added like a whole thing to Toby. Like, does Toby seek Michael's friendship? I guess because I never got that vibe before that. Where like all of a sudden he's just like, yeah, we're like cool, and he calls yeah. him buddy and shit. Like, <laughs> it was just weird. It was just like a different side of Toby. I think but. Toby. Well, what was it last week? They were like, yeah. So he says I'm checked out, huh? <laughs> huh. When, <laughs> after he was rooting on the disillusion of Jim and Pam's right. relationship. <laughs> So awesome. He's a horn dog in some respects. Some respects. I mean, he did feel Pam's leg up before he went to Costa Rica. And he gave up the priesthood to fuck a, fuck a woman. Yeah. As we found out. Not not in so many words. Yeah. Well, He didn't uh, end up I, staying with her. I followed <laughs> Kathy because I wanted to sleep with her. Followed her to Scranton and got the first H, HR job I could find. That, a, that was his that's, story. That's passion. Yeah. So, I guess that wraps up that one. Yep. All right, that brings us to Season 6, Episode 8, Koi Pond. However, 
Before we start, Mayor Bear, why don't you put us over? Absolutely. So, guys, you can always hit us up on Twitter. Again, we always love to put our favorite screen grabs from the episodes. We'll be posting Michael's face as he hugs Toby for this one. Reach out to us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. Or, yeah, that's it. <laughs> at Bros- We've only been doing this a year. At Brosis Podcast on Twitter. Or if you have a longer form feedback that you'd like to send to us with any questions, concerns, comments, or suggestions... Where's the email? They can reach out to us at uh, brother, sister, rewatch at gmail.com. All one word. Woo woo. Where else can they find us, Bear? On the Jenny position on Podbean. Also, anywhere that uh, podcasts are available. That's Anchor. Right. Um, Google, Google Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify yeah. All those good things. So, uh, you know, subscribe to the Jenny position. Listen to us. Listen to other shows like Journey Through Infinity, Geek, Geek and Sassy, Sassy, all that jazz. And uh, you'll have a good time, I promise. Especially yes. now that the, the weather's heating up. Ooh. We got sunshine today. I was out. It was yeah. nice. Got did, some vitamin D. I didn't wear a mask. <laughs> I, well, I did when I went to a public place. Yeah, but, in public places you have but, like, to. Like, if I'm out for a walk, I'm not going to wear a fucking mask. No. But, uh, yeah. So it's not the rules in PA right now. That's right. In spring, so it's springtime now. It's the be- well, It's my least favorite uh, season. I don't know about you. Do you have a favorite season or at least favorite? I like, like late summer into fall. September is the nicest month. Yeah. However, I fucking hate spring. Because, especially here, like in other places, it's probably nice. We've had rain like 19 like out the, of the last 20 days. It's like this every year. It's <laughs> rainy, it's snow, it never breaks. Yeah, it's fucking snowed the other night. I'll show you pictures later of my ride home the other night. We never break 55 until mid-May. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's just muddy. Yeah. Like there's no, it's not, it's not a clean season. No, Spring guys, is my least you, favorite. It's the end of April when we're recording this. Yeah, so. yeah, you're probably listening to this in June. Yeah. But in April, like it's late April right now, and it's fucking miserable. Yeah. And I hate it. At spring is my least favorite season. I love fall, summer. I even love aspects of winter. Aspects. Aspects. But I fucking hate spring. And the weird thing is, like, there are certain things I love about, it, like March Madness. Or baseball season starts up. Oh, that up. didn't happen this year. No, today. we didn't get one. And I put a, <laughs> you know, and I had some money on Kansas, who was Ooh. number one in the nation. Do you get it back if it doesn't yeah, happen? Yeah, I got my money back. Oh. I do have one bet up standing from the regular season, uh, LeBron for MVP. And that's coming from a Milwaukee Bucks fan. I should have put money on Giannis, but I thought the media would like, no. oh, LeBron, we love you, LeBron. You know what I'm talking about? No, I know what you're talking about, but is it possible to do like a... Oh, I could do post, two bets. No, post... What is it called? Corona? What are you talking no, about? No, no, no. Post-season. Uh, no, Kobe. Post-Kobe. What? No, like a post-humus? Humanist? Posthumous. Posthumous, yes. <laughs> MVP for Kobe? Yeah. No, I don't think that one's happening. <laughs> I don't know. That would probably be a pretty high bet, though. I just want to say, everything went off the rails when Kobe died. <laughs> yeah, it did. Since Seriously. that day, it's all gone to shit. Ha! We've got aliens now. Yeah. Oh my god, I know! Again, this is probably a month month before you're listening to this podcast. Pentagon is just like, well, we might as well let it go. Like, these people already went insane. Might as well tell them there's fucking aliens. People are too busy yelling about wearing masks and washing your hands. Nobody's gonna pay attention to the aliens. And it's true, because, like, everybody I've asked about, they're like, wait, what are you talking about? They they make me sound like a nut. No, Pentagon released fucking footage, Like, I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist who, like, watched uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull too many times. The ancient aliens, the guy with the oh, hair. Oh, he's got the fucking hair. He looks like a cent- uh, yeah. centurion. Oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Kev, let's get started on Season 6, Episode 8, Koi Pond. All right, so in this cold open, Mike and Jim are in Jim's office. 
And Jim's going to go on a sales call. Mm-hmm. But he gets a call from the, I guess, the place they're going, who say they want Michael to go with him. Yeah. And Michael is, like, enjoying it. Um, he's like, oh, man, it's almost like babysitting. Like, he's kind of <laughs> rubbing Jim's, uh, salt in Jim's wound. Because Jim wants to do it himself. So that's the cold open, basically. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, now we, the show opens, they're getting ready to go, and Mike is, like, giving him a watch to wear and telling him, like, he's got to look good. Yeah. And Jim is, like, you're micro-co-managing me. So we also see Pam and Andy at the Wilkes-Barre Industrial Park <laughs> because they are the worst salespeople this quarter and they have to go on cold calls. And, like, they're in the directory, like, um... Dude, I would fucking kill Andy. Andy, every time he's dressed, like, with the sweater and the tie combo and the blazer, I'm trying to think yeah. of what he looks like, and I can't put my finger on it. Do he you know what I'm like talking about? He looks like a dad at Easter Mass. Yeah, like a dad at Easter Church. I could see that, because he always does wear the bright colors. Yeah. But, like, they're in the directory, and he's, like, singing the, like, oh. floor 201, dibbidi-doo-bop-bing. Yeah, Sanderson's alone, sweet... 302. So annoying. And like Pam's... I would literally, if I was Pam, I'd be like, fuck you, let's go. She's already over it. So we go back to the office and Jim and Mike are arriving back. Like we don't see them go out or at the thing or anything. yeah. And Michael is like drenched. Like completely, completely soaked. And he says he got caught in a flash rainstorm. But then they notice that like Jim's dry as a bone. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just stop at his condo? I don't know. That is a... Good question. Then we wouldn't have this episode. I guess. <laughs> so Andy and Pam are with the receptionist uh, at one of their stops. And she's like, oh, you know, it's great, you know, that you guys get to, you know, be with each other and not alone or whatever. And Andy says, well, we're kind of a dynamic duo or trio. And he points yeah. at Pam's tummy. And the <laughs> the receptionist mistakes them as like a couple. And like Pam just starts laughing. She's like, definitely not. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> And, like, Andy gets kind of his feelings hurt. Yeah. You could tell. He's like, oh, somebody's got a case of the definitely. <laughs> so, Mike now is walking around the office in an oversized suit with no socks. Which, can I just say, though, I loved Meredith when they were like, oh, it was a flash rainstorm. And she's like, I don't think it rained. My hip would be throbbing. <laughs> yeah, she's is that, of, like, a callback to when she broke her pelvis? I'd like to think it is, yes. <laughs> and, like, now she's like an old grandpappy in West Virginia. <laughs> My knees are rattling. I believe the rains are coming. You know, one of them things. It's a wet season. So, um, he's walking around, no socks and an oversized well, he's suit. Jim's old, he's in yep. one of Jim's suits. So, did Jim just have an old suit? I, maybe. Yeah, because Jim offered. He's like, so I'll leave that suit in your office. So, I guess Jim is like always prepared. Hey, maybe he was a Boy Scout. So, Aaron tells him that he got a call that his keys were in the koi pond. <laughs> and everyone's like interest is peaked. Like, right. So... We see uh, Michael answer his phone. It's Aaron again. And she says that everyone is curious. And we go outside and everyone is around Aaron at the receptionist desk. <laughs> Why they don't go in his office? Because they all want to know the story. So Michael comes out and Oscar asks Jim what happened. And Jim is like stammering. And then, like what Michael said. Then Michael, yeah, then Michael admits <laughs> that he fell into a koi pond. And everyone's like laughing because Michael's like, well, what if I was trying to save a child who yeah. fell in? <laughs> And it just ends, ends with a uh, talking head of Jim who says, it's not that he fall, fell in, it's how long it took him to get out, was the funny <laughs> part. So we go back on the road with Andy and Pam on their sales call, and the guy makes the same mistake as the receptionist, and like, oh, you're a couple or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're a family business, and so are we. And Andy gets offended, he even says uh, he's offended, 
He says he only dates models, and Pam is only the surrogate mother for his... Face models. <laughs> Pam is only the surrogate mother for him and his model girlfriend, because they don't care what it does to her body. And it doesn't matter what she looks like. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, he's so mean. He really is. And like they're, like, they're coming out, and like Pam's pissed off, they lost the sale. She's like, you're, you were way more mean than I was, <laughs> and you blew the sale. But she was mean regardless. She yeah. doesn't take that back, she realizes yeah. it. But I love how Andy goes, what you don't realize is I would have blown that sale anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's the worst. Yep. So Michael comes out to Aaron and says, "Do we have any clip, any of those clips that hold paper?" And her god. response is, "Staples." Oh my god! I don't know why, but that like fucking killed me. <laughs> uh, but then she goes, "Wallace called. He heard you made a big splash at the meeting." And as soon as she says it, she goes, "Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Kevin and Meredith told me to say it." And Kevin's like hanging over. He goes, "I'm gonna kill you." He does- <laughs> and he says it he says it with like a hint of realism like he might murder yeah her. like i'm going to kill you yes. so stanley chimes in he goes michael ignore their carping <laughs> and then like dwight's dwight gets up to michael michael they're using wordplay to mock you <laughs> carp is a fish and then you know creed says did you find nemo and my, of course, Michael's getting defensive now. He's like, oh, I can name Pixar movies too. Toy Story. An Oscar. You mean Koi Story? Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, ho, ho. and Phyllis goes, did you flounder? <laughs> and that's when Dwight gets up and he goes, Michael, a flounder is a type of fish. <laughs> Doing the thing. And uh, Michael's just like, fuck it, conference room. Everybody calls yep. the conference room meeting. So Michael starts the meeting. He wants to do sensitivity training. Where we can only make jokes about things you can control. Oh, but wait. What was the nail that made him call the conference room meeting? Was it Phyllis? No, Toby walked in. He was just like, hey, Michael. He goes, no, enough. (laughs) Enough, not you. He didn't even give Toby the chance. I didn't even think Toby knew what was going on. Yeah, he didn't even know what was happening. So they're doing sensitivity training. And Mike says, like, you can make fun of people for certain things, but not things that are out of their control. Yeah, things that they Or a past decision that they may regret. Yeah. And he goes, like, Oscar choosing to be gay. <laughs> That's oh his God. choice. <laughs> Toby speaks up. And Michael just goes, you're an awful waste of life, and you should give up. But then right. he catches himself. He's like, is what I would That's say. That's what I would say if and I he was... he calls him a lemon head. He'll <laughs> <It's laughs> so... let the lemon head in here. He hates him so much. But then he welcomes <laughs> him to the meeting. Yep. He catches himself. So people call him out for making jokes about them all the time, but he just mm-hmm. brushes it off. And he makes a do not mock list with a whiteboard. And for him, it's Koi Pond and Fountain, because he says that he uh, fell into the fountain at the Steamtown Mall. And that's when Toby starts, like, guffawing. He's, He's like, like you, fell, you fell in another fountain. Another fountain. And then Michael's just like, out, get out. So Toby leaves. And um, teasing is no longer tolerated about things on the list. It's yes. basically the key here. So Dwight says, you know, Michael gives everybody the option to say what they don't want to be teased about. Dwight says his sno- small nose... And everybody Legit. starts and everybody starts to notice it. I think Kelly says, "How do you wear glasses?" Yes. <laughs> Shit like that. And he's like all self-conscious about it. Kevin says his weight. Michael says that's too broad, so we'll just put <laughs> your big gut. Oh my god. Angela says her petite figure. And so, I love how Kelly's like, "You're oh, how did she like you could just see her face in the background like She's like, "Oh, fuck you." Really? Okay. Yeah. Seriously? Well, Nicole Richie would think you're fat. How does that make you feel? (laughs) Meredith doesn't want to say hers out loud. So Michael says, everybody close your eyes. She'll write it. And she writes on the board, sex with terrorists. Oh my God. Which I wish I knew the story. So great. That's Meredith. Ryan says it's his ill-defined relationship. 
this thing with Kelly. Just put Kelly. And I love Dwight. That's still going on. Yeah, everybody's like, what the fuck? And Kelly's like, I will claw your tiny nose off your face. <laughs> it's on the board. <laughs> then Creed says that he can't. if he puts it up there, can he be prosecuted for yeah. it? <laughs> I can't get arrested for it if I put it up there. <laughs> so we go back. Andy and Pam are embracing being a couple to make a sale now. Yeah. Because the, the lady brings it up and they're like, you know what? Let's go with it. Fuck it. And like they, she brings up birthing coaches because Pam's pregnant. Yeah. And Andy knows, oh, Miss Janet. Like He knows the exact yeah, one she's talking about. Yeah, he kind of creeped me out in this part. Well, it, it's explained later on. I kind of get it to an extent. Yeah, It's done but... in such a, a way that, like, it's done in a way that befits it, Andy Bernard. Well, it befits Andy Bernard as being totally fucking weird yeah. and awful. But it makes sense in a weird way. Like, I kind of get it. So, we go back to the conference room. And we're Angela saying, people say I eat like a squirrel. To which Phyllis goes, oh, so now you eat like a cute animal. Yeah, now you're comparing yourself to a cute woodland creature. <laughs> so Aaron interrupts. The the place where Michael uh, fell into the koi pond, they want Michael to pay for the koi he stepped on for $300. <laughs> and this is like when Mike, like Jim gets up and like closes the meeting down. He's like, enough. Cause- but I love him. Michael's like, what? I could catch a, a fish for a 50-cent worm in Creed. You can kill. How much are you paying for worms? You, you need a new worm guy, man. <laughs> Creed has a worm guy. Oh my God. It's it's canon now. <laughs> so Andy and Pam are back with that lady, and he's rubbing her stomach and starts talking to her unborn child. Like a, like he's like soybean. Yeah, little soybean. He calls it. Or do we know the sex of the child? No, not yet. So I can still call it it. it. <laughs> okay. Yes. And uh, some people don't like that because with well, the the weird. Sometimes I do it with children who are born. Yes, you do. <laughs> Which I, should, I, it's something I never broke the habit of. Maybe no, I will you, one day. You never did, and I mean, I think. Once oh, look you at have it! It's own, hilarious. I think once you have your own, you're like definite. Like you, you're around it so much. I think the test case will be whichever one of our siblings, yeah, has a child first. Probably if you. You call my kid it. I swear. to oh, God. Oh, look at it! It's, look at what it's doing. It's so cute. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you're gonna kill me. Yep. So, uh, Jim. Is in Mike's office and pretty much says, like, just let it go. Like, if you make fun of yourself, other people won't rag on you so much. Like, you take the power away from them. So, Michael goes out into the main office to get everybody's attention. He starts, like, shitting on himself. Mm -hmm. And Phyllis is like, oh, no, Mike, like, it it would happen. Like, why is there a koi pond in the middle of the place anyway? Yeah. And, like, it's working because he's like, oh, walk much? I should wear a snorkel to my next meeting. (sighs) And then he, like, starts keep going. And he's like... You know, I was thrown. Cringy. Yeah, he's like the girls' volleyball team used to throw me into a frozen lake every year, <laughs> and then I tried to get a cell phone plan, the fan, friends and family, but uh, I don't have any friends. It keeps going, and then like he finally breaks down. He calls himself a loser and tells oh Jim God. that his advice sucked, God. and like storms back to his office. So in the break room, Angela is eating a nut like a squirrel, just like it, like the cute little hands. Oh my god! And she's like nibbling the. She's edges. like yeah, just like turning it like a squirrel. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, so Meredith come, like tells everybody that she has a security tape of Michael falling in. That her her roommate's brother or friend or something. Yeah, it's like this. You know, your b- father's brother's nephew's best friend's former roommate. <laughs> but what is a fifty, like a forty to fifty some year old woman with two kids? She's doing never with brought her up roommate? a roommate before. Mm-mm. This is new. Once again, this is canon now. Yeah. So uh, Jim is like all worried about it, like that Michael's going to snap if he sees this or whatever. Uh, Dwight is in Michael's office trying to, like, help him. Like, trying to soothe him, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're funny, Michael. You're, like, okay. Like, don't worry about it. And he says, Jim looks like Popeye's wife. 
<laughs> to which Michael says, oh, yeah, Wilma. <laughs> and of course, Dwight's just like, that's a joke. That's Stop really making funny. me laugh. Yeah. And he's not laughing at all. And Michael just goes, her name's not Wilma, isn't <laughs> Do you know her name? Fred Flintstone? No, no, no. Popeye's wife. Oh, uh, olive oil. Olive oil. Olive oil. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So Andy and Pam are driving back. They got the sale, I think? No, they got a maybe. Oh, a maybe. Well, that's better. Like, People on Facebook count those as yeses for their <laughs> their evites or whatever. Uh, and he like I, it turns out he cried in there because he got caught up in the role play of having a family. So, it's kind of weird. And it turns into a whole thing where he wants to be a he wants to have a family, which is understandable. I for get that. Listen, if you're in your mid thirties and like, like you know people say like the biological clock is ticking. Like I'm not gonna for say females. hold on. I'm not gonna say men don't have that same thing where they're like, well, if I want to like. I don't know how to Be describe active it. With I think your it's child. real. I think it's real. Mm-hmm. I think it's honest. Like Andy Bernard does it in a ham-fisted way, and they make it seem yeah. more cringy than legitimate. Yeah. But I think this is a thing that people like in their late thirties probably think about. Oh God, a yeah. lot. And it's probably something he played out a role play with his coworker, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it was just an absurd twist on something that's legitimate, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah. And he asks Pam, like Pam's like, "You're not dating anybody," and he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm trying to get out there, whatever." And he goes, "What do you think about Aaron?" And Pam, <laughs> Pam just goes, eh. eh. He goes, do you, what, do you think I can do any better? And she goes, eh. <laughs> and that's it. So Meredith now has the tape, the DVD, if you will. Yeah. And she's putting it in. Everybody gathers around. And Jim's trying to shut it down, but Mike says, no, no, play it. Mm-hmm. So we see, and how would you describe this? It's like it's like a little isthmus. Like this, it's almost like, like a land um, bridge going They have like four by four squares. And but they're like they're like a foot stilted. Off. Yeah, it it's like a fucking funhouse. Yeah, it looks like something out of Alice in Wonderland. It's this little bridge with like off kilter squares. Yeah, they're that, like a, a foot off to make like a it's a bridge a V shape almost. Yeah, and they're like a bridge going across a koi yeah. pond. It's very strange, and like Michael missteps and falls in, and like everybody's laughing. But then Oscar goes, "Whoa, whoa! Did you see that?" And we, they rewind it, and when Michael falls in, he reaches for Jim, but Jim pulls back. I would, too. Because he doesn't want to be pulled in or whatever. And then everybody just starts like, oh, Jim, look at you, you dick, or whatever. Right, basically. And, yeah, and Jim... You, you know, could have saved him. You let him fall. Yeah, and Jim. so Jim and Michael go into this office, and Jim apologizes. Now, what do you think about this? Because Jim like starts giving an excuse like, you know, I was just upset that you were going with me that you didn't think I could handle it myself. It was like, do you think it was subconscious like that? Or do you think Jim Either just used it as an excuse because he really didn't want to help Michael? I think subconsciously he didn't help him because of that. But also, could he have planned this? Because Michael was really close to the edge. Oh, he, and Jim was like really close to him. Michael's just like walking la, 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 across yeah. this little bridge over water. Like he looks like an idiot. But like... So like to the Jim, bridge over troubled water. I didn't know if it was just Jim trying to like, because he knew that it would feed Michael's ego and he wouldn't be mad at him. Oh, or he's just maybe. like, oh, because then afterwards Michael's like happy to think that Jim was jealous yeah. that that oh Michael could close the deal but not Jim. Yeah. So like Michael's like smugly satisfied with that. So I almost feel like Jim really he didn't care have. that Michael fell in, but he yeah. just like oh this will make him feel better. Yeah, I don't think he cared that he fell. In, no, to he be didn't. Honest. So. Meredith and Oscar are in the break room. Jim's there. And they, like, mock him. She calls him lifeguard. Oscar's like, whoa! He, like, gets out of the way. And Michael holds the door from Jim on the way out. And does I love this... how Michael's like, 
Oscar's a douche. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is, he's dead serious. He is. He's like, Oscar's a douche, man. But like, Jim's like, nah, it's okay. And he's like, yeah, he's okay. He just goes with it. <laughs> so then he holds the door open for Jim and does the, the lean that Jim yeah. did to him. And then, you know, that's resolved. So the show ends with Pam going up to Aaron asking her to fax something. And then she talks up Andy. She does. And Aaron thinks he's the coolest guy she's ever met. God. And Pam says, yeah, he's like Marlon Brando. <laughs> and Aaron says, you mean Marlon Wayans? Because he's great. God. <laughs> and that's the episode. Da, 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 da. What'd you give this one? I gave this one a 3.1. I gave it a 3.6. Okay. I'm starting I to think was, I was a little high on it now. I, I, It was funny, but I felt like it was almost more of a filler episode than like a standalone yeah, episode. Yeah, it was another one of those, which are fine. Yeah, it, it was funny. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It just wasn't... It wasn't as good as the It wasn't a knockout. Episode. No, yeah. it wasn't a knockout at all. Yeah. And um, I think because they didn't leverage um, major emotions... Like yeah. where we talked last time where Pam, like... She was rage it was, itself. Oh, yeah. It was new. It was different. It was well done. Yeah. Like this one, it's just Michael's insecurity again. Yeah. Like we've seen it before. I mean, we've seen it since, what, season one with the fucking kids day at work or oh, whatever? Fundo bundle. Yeah. Like we, it, this happens like every few episodes where Michael gets either self-conscious or he feels like he's the butt of the joke and he kind of lashes out in weird ways. Yeah. Like this one, instead of... You know, showing Trundle Bundle to show that he was on TV. He's like, oh, well, we can't make fun of people for this, like, because yeah. of me, because you're going to make fun of me. It's all about him. It's not about yeah. other people. So it, it, it's one of those ones, I'll say it again, a microwave episode, reheat the leftovers in a way. No, I wouldn't say that because I think it had a higher dynamic to it with Jim. Yeah, well, yeah. But, um, so I wouldn't say it was necessarily a microwave now. episode, but. It just didn't it makes you, have anything that snapped. like stands out. It makes yeah. you question Jim's morals, honestly. Yeah. Like that he like did let Michael <laughs> fall, didn't bother helping him, and then just lied to him to make him feel better yeah. at the end. You're like, eh, maybe Jim is kind of a dick. <laughs> but um, oh, you're back on that train. I see. I've never left it. <laughs> never left it. But um, like overall, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to bring up about this one. Now, the Andy Pam stuff was funny, actually. It was in a funny, cringy but way. Andy is so annoying. When sometimes. the cringe is done a right, there's a right way and a wrong way to do the cringe. Yeah, thousand percent. This one I felt was right because a lot of times when Michael does stuff, it's just Michael, yeah. and he's acting out where everybody's telling him like, "No, like calm down, don't do it this way," and he's just like this asshole. Yeah. Where this one, like Pam gave him the green light, like. If it helps us get a sale, act like, do yeah. your thing. Like, be a fucking weirdo. So, like, that was, like, a different play on it where the normie was like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Whatever. And, it, like I said, I think there's some realism to, like, the whole Andy thing where he's doesn't yeah. want to be alone. Yeah. So, like, I well, get that. Well, I mean, we understood that when he said that he carried his, that engagement ring around <laughs> in his wallet. Yes. But, I mean, he's never brought up kids before or anything no. like that. So, not like Michael. Him and Michael no. are kind of the same coin when you think yeah, about that way. Yeah, they really are. So, I mean, it is, um, it's, the two of them kind of on the same path where, they're like, they're older guys who mm -hmm. don't want to miss out on that stuff, but they each kind of go through it. Like, Michael forces things. Yeah. And Andy is just kind of, like, not the guy to take action. Yeah. But then he acts say, weird. he sits back a lot Yeah, and more. then he acts weird about it. So, it's the, it's kind of the same thing, but I think they're done in unique ways, each, yeah. you know, each one. Yeah, yeah. So, I overall, that. I guess that wasn't the highest rate episode, but it was better than it average. It was still average, yeah. yeah I, mean, I still enjoyed it. You turned into Jay Leno. Hey, Conan, you know, that was pretty average, you know. You see my glass of cars? So, uh, what are we doing next week? So, then? next week, we have season six, episode nine, a double date. Yes. Yeah, sure. And episode ten, murder.
All right. So while we're wrapping up here, might as well just tell you one more time where you can find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast, where we like to post stupid stuff. Yeah. A lot of Denver Broncos stuff also, because yeah. at, at the time of this recording, the draft happened and there was some awesome Penn State product. Yeah. That's Don't know, true. KJ Hammer. I still love, I think that we should get hashtag NFL job fair going because that was fucking hilarious <laughs> somebody on my facebook shared like because of the nfl job fair i can't watch my shows and it just made me laugh so hard the best part about the draft this year was seeing the coaches and gms in their houses on their making, couches and like I, I was watching it with our brother and we were dying because like some of these guys like john elway of course has a mansion yeah it's this huge room he's got his hands behind his head <laughs> just relax and like yeah i just nailed that fucking pick and of course his lombardi trophies are presented <laughs> And then you go to another, like, Bel- Belichick's dog was sitting in his chair. He wasn't even in the shot. Like, just <laughs> stupid stuff. It was entertaining. And Roger Goodell was drunk by the end of the one day. Jesus. But, uh, oh, that, that's right. Find us on Twitter. Where we'll post, oh, yeah. We'll post stuff about The Office, XFL shirts, <laughs> which I got. At um, Bruce's Podcast. That's right. And uh, also, you can email us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Find us on the Ginny position. Go and subscribe today. You can find us on any podcatcher app, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Probably not iTunes yet. That's one that I was going to do. And I oh, never... we just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I'm too fucking... You know, for a guy who record, you know, we record all this, and we go on and do the social media, and we do a bunch of stuff, I'm pretty fucking lazy <laughs> when yeah, it comes iTunes to certain just, things. Like, yeah, but everything else, it's just like, there it is. But yeah. iTunes is just so labor-intensive. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) So anyway, we'll be covering those other episodes next week. So thanks for listening, guys. And I hope you share the show around and come back next week. Thanks, guys.